0: Hello, and welcome to the Explore the Extraordinary podcast. My name is Betty Guadagno. Today I am joined by Jay Clay. Jay Clay is a musical, spiritual teacher. He's a wonderful human being. He's a very intricate part of my life, and I'm very excited to introduce him to the audience because. He's going to be co-hosting some of the episodes of this podcast with me, and I wanted everybody to get to know him. And so welcome, Jay. Thanks so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. Hello, hello. Um, It's a beautiful day in this earth, I guess, behind me. Yeah.
0: I like it. Very cool. So yeah, so so Jay, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you help heal the collective?
1: Yeah, so... I make music that it kind of breaks down some of those tough ideas, like the the lyrics are are made in such a way that things that you might be going through, it kind of shifts your perception and you see the ways that you're keeping yourself from healing. So it's, it's not necessarily that my music heals, it kind of makes you aware of how you you're preventing your healing, so that you can let that go and just start, yeah, start the healing process, start being your true self and forget about all the stuff that don't doesn't matter.
0: Wow, that's really interesting. So have, have you always felt called to be involved with music?
1: Yes, actually, uh, maybe not the spiritual part. Well, I, I have, but I never thought about bridging the two. Uh, yeah, I, I always knew from a young age that I was gonna do something with music. Uh, yeah, I wanted to sing, then people told me I couldn't sing. So I was like, well, I'll make beats, you know, I wanted to rap, but I thought I had to be cool to rap. And so I was like, well, I'll just make beats and stuff. And then somewhere along the lines, I started rapping. I felt cool. And then, yeah, now we're, we're here.
0: Nice. <laughs> Very cool. So how did that come about for you? How did you? How did you transition into a spiritual rapper?
1: Yeah, so a lot of it comes from A Course in Miracles, which for those that don't know is... I guess it's, it's a, a course of love, almost like it, it course of truth. Like it is. Imagine if you're a fan of hip hop, imagine like whoever's your favorite artist writing. Every line is like the greatest line you've ever heard in a rap song. Like that's that's what this book is. Like every line of this is like the greatest rap lyric ever. It 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 shifts your perception. And that book for me was kind of like the missing pieces. I, I was almost there. Like I wasn't quite, quite understanding of the truth. I, I still was believing in, in duality, so to speak. And that kind of brought me on track of the oneness. And, and since that book, I knew I couldn't continue to make the same type of music because I was perpetuating things that I didn't want for myself. I was I was sending out energy of more division, of more unlove and things of that nature. So I was like, yeah, some of these songs, even though they're good songs, I just got to let them go and start anew. Uh, and, and I will I will say Like some people have asked, well, why don't you remake the song? Why don't you just use the same melody? I've tried, but it's not the same energy. Like it's, you know, when you make a song or when you make anything, it's, it's the energy around it. And it's like, I don't know, just trying to put some, trying to put a pretty picture on something that people think are is ugly or something. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I totally agree with that. I think the way that I exercised my creativity before coming into spiritual awareness, I can't use the same tools in my life today for it, because yeah. it just doesn't fit. I totally identify with what you're yeah. saying. So, I with, so, I, okay, you're talking about A Course in Miracles. I also study A Course in Miracles. And I is that, would you say that that sort of like your spiritual awakening came from this book? Had you had spiritual awakenings before it?
1: Yeah, I think that was, this was the biggest one. Like I might've had little things here and there because most of my, I call it a spiritual advancements came from failure. Like, um, you know, going toward a certain goal, getting really close and then everything falling apart. And, you know, this happened so many times over and over. And each time I would I would go to God, like, why? Like I was, I was so close, you know, this was, everything was going right. I did everything I was supposed to do. I followed the rules and all this other sob story things that you can insert here and um and each time like I was I was shown something that maybe I was resisting in myself or in others that I was putting out there and again like I I guess the 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 way of Course in Miracles kind of helped me was that right now is all that matters the the past is gone the future does not exist like right now are you choosing happiness right now are you choosing love right now and in many instances I was not and I and I just knew I just I I had to change because I couldn't live with myself now knowing what I believed to know and then still living against that
0: wow yeah you know I I would say for me I'll talk just about me I can't speak for anybody else but you know, some things in my life I find challenging to just let go of and switch it into the other direction. What was that process like for you? You're saying that you were having sort of unloving thoughts and how did you just, how did you flip it around?
1: Yeah, well I I guess I, I convinced myself of how easy it is to let go. Like, and I, I use what I, what I know. Um, like if you're holding a weight and you hold it forever it just gets heavier and heavier. But when you let it go, you're like, ah It might feel weird at first because you held it so long, but after a while, it's just it's so much easier. And I saw the patterns that not only I fit into, but people of the groups that I identified with fit into on every level. So not 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 even just like the big ones like race and um, and politics or sex, like just even the subgroups. Certain subgroups have a story that they tell themselves and recycle and it sets the course of who are, who are their enemies or what are, what their obstacles are but if you subtract in a way if you subtract that narrative that you tell yourself then you won't have these pieces that can then oppose you
0: wow yeah i would say that narratives are a big part of how we kind of play our life in fact you and i were having a conversation just yesterday about stories the stories that we tell you know and and i think that um for me, in my life, I told myself a particular story my entire life before coming into spiritual awareness. You know, I, I I was lack, loss, depression, grief, darkness. And so I kept creating more of that. And I understand that if I change my thought, I can change my reality. So that kind of sounds like what you're saying, but you're saying to detach from any narrative at all,
1: yes. um, well, not any narrative at all. Like, the You can attach to the narrative of truth, like like that you're perfect right now, that everything is going to be all right. Everything is all right. Everything has always been all right. So you can it's more about you have the choice as to what narrative you want to serve. And And I guess to you as well, like, was it the same thing when you realized the narrative you were telling yourself?
0: Well, I, I don't know if it was the same thing. I mean, I now, well, now I tell myself a different narrative and it's much more aligned with truth. Uh, but I, I still have, you know, areas of my life where I go into like a false narrative, you know, not really sure why I do that. You know, I guess I kind of blame it on being a human. Like that's what I, I justify it as, but I really like what you're saying to align with truth. So what would you say that a true narrative is?
1: So yeah, a true, narr- a true narrative is all about love. Everyone wins, um, not even, yeah, not, it's not even about winning or losing, but like it, it, there's no judgment. And I guess, I, and okay, I'll put it like this. Sometimes if I'm caught in a negative thought pattern, it can be hard to find the good thought pattern because you're stuck in the negative, but by just not thinking anything, like, you know what? I'm just, forget thinking completely, it's like you kind of just settle and you, you end up where you're supposed to end up and now you, you're above the choice. So you can say, oh, OK, I can now think this if I choose to think or I can continue to not think. So I, I guess a message of, of truth is, is is really just a state of being like you're not you're not really trying to do anything. You're not you're just you're just observing or just being and just letting letting things be as they will.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a saying in, in a community that I belong to and it's when, when you don't know what to do, do nothing at all. And I, and that's what I'm getting from what you're saying. So, yeah, I'm curious what kind of spiritual teachers influence you currently?
1: Currently. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Well, yeah, as you know, the, the, the homie Bashar, Bashar is <laughs> he's the man right now for a while it was uh, Abraham Hicks and it still is Abraham Hicks uh, but Bashar just brings a different I guess energy to it uh, and it's 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 just as good like I'm not saying Bashar is better than Abraham Hicks or anything it's just a different energy and I I like it because it's almost it's no nonsense but in a loving way It, it it's And it's funny because like you can tell it's he's not trying to be rude in some instances. He's just trying to get to the truth. Like, yeah, okay, if you say so. And and, like you have to just just Google or YouTube uh, Bashar. But it's I I love just the message of of truth Um, and just being just being aligned with it, like anything that just reminds you of your perfection, that reminds you of how awesome you are instead of. Being reminded of the perceived problems we have to face day to day,
0: and how would you describe Bashar? how does how do they describe themselves?
1: Yeah. So what I understand of Bashar is it's a being from the future that lives on another star somewhere else. and they're being channeled through a guy named Daryl. I don't know his last name. um and even that, right? Like, Before things like A Course in Miracles, I was I was a lot more closed minded to things of that nature. Like I would be like, what? That sounds like nonsense. But when you forego that and just listen to what's being said and the energy behind it, the all the other things just doesn't matter. You know, whether if it's coming from a child, someone that says that they're an alien, (laughs) as long as it's helping and it has a loving message to me, that's all that matters.
0: Okay, yeah. So, yeah, you've mentioned a couple of different routes of channeling in case people don't know. So, um, Bashar is a channeled, I believe it's like a hybrid ET, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. His name is Daryl Anka. And I, I could be making that up, but yeah. uh, and then Abraham Hicks is the collective channeled through Esther Hicks. Yeah. Talked about A Course in Miracles as well, which is also a channeled message. It's channeled from Jesus through the mind of a, a woman, Helen Schumann. So have you ever had any experiences with being able to channel yourself?
1: I can't say for sure, but the music that I make sometimes it just flows out. And I'm like, wow. Like it, it, it helps me too. It, it's things that I haven't considered. And it would just come out in such a way in a moment that it's like, wow, just had a revelation. So I don't know if that's if that's actually channeling or it's the spirit, the spirit flowing through me. Whatever it is, I'm just grateful for it. And but but but. Traditionally, no. I have not experienced any channeled things.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think that creativity is channeled. It, yeah, you know, yeah. like the creative action of spirit, however that shows up in our lives. You know, even just this conversation is like channeling in some way because we're expressing our creativity. Yeah. So I really love that.
1: And, yeah. So and, you know, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was, I was going to say because uh, I, I did have a question for you and you know whoever's watching because I, I did always wonder that about creativity, like. You know, we see these movies or we hear songs or TV shows that touch on these things, but then, like, it's almost like you might hear from the author and they, they know nothing about this kind of world. And it's like, well, how did they tap into that? It's, I think it's along the lines of what you were saying about, you know, creativity being that channel automatically.
0: Yeah, ooh, I love what you're saying. Yeah, you know, like I wonder if there are like alternate timelines out there that are the Game of Thrones universe or are the Harry Potter universe. Like how did these authors come up with such detailed, intricate designs around it? Yeah. Could be something like getting channeled from an alternate reality.
1: Wow. I didn't get yeah, I haven't considered that because yeah, and that's I'm I'm just not learning about like other realities too. So that's kind of opening up. And I never considered that. Yeah. It's not even a new story. It's just being tapped. Oh yeah. I I love that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're going to run with that one. That's going to be our conversation for the next couple of days. I'm sure. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So this podcast is, is, uh, from the international association for near death studies. And so, you know, we talk about all mystical experiences here. And I'm curious if you have any sort of mystical experience that you want to share about.
1: Yes. Um, I'll share with one. Maybe two. Okay. I recently went to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And um from what I understand, it's like haunted. It's it's just, it's a it's a place of just a lot of energy and a lot of, I guess, wars took place there. And it's it's it, it is a little creepy at 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 places and, and times and things. So the the place that I was staying at, they um they told me like there was a, a demon between the second and third floor. Uh which again, they they were okay with telling me this because they know the the positivity I I put out and that I feel like positive positivity can trump anything and all of that. And so um and so I was like, okay, that's that's interesting. I, I wonder when I interact with it. You know, I kind of got goosebumps, but because it it fascinated me, I was up for the the challenge almost. And I remember one, one morning I had woke up and I just kept hearing like this tapping noise, just like tap, 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 tap. I'm like, what is that? And um on the wall, like there's nothing connected to it. There's no real way for that to just happen. It was it was just very weird. And and I think I was there for I was probably there for like maybe 3 or 4 days and this happened on like the third day. It was didn't happen before. So then like I I kind of felt an energy and so I was like okay, well here we go. I'm someplace new. I don't know what's going on. Let me just surrender and just give all the love I can give. And so I I felt uh I felt like the the presence came and I welcomed that presence in. I was like, you know, come in. You know, it's 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 all love here whatever. And then it felt like it just kind of neutralized, like maybe it passed on or, or not. I don't know this for sure. But then, so I told um, one of the people I was staying with, I, I told her, you know, what happened. And she she said that, uh, she's like, yeah, I don't want to tell you, but whenever I stay in this room, there's so many spirits that like come in and out because she can, she can actually see these these spirits. And um, yeah, and, and she was just telling me that she knew that I can handle it and how, but at the same time, she's been able to like, sleep through the night a lot easier because she says between like two and four she'll just wake up and you know it's she calls it the witching hour and things would just happen but she said that hadn't occurred when I was in the house and I was like oh that's that's beautiful that's cool so I, I guess in that way I have but also like other just weird coincidences were happening that I can't even begin to explain while walking around in Harrisburg.
0: Wow! Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I was wondering if maybe you might want to share. You've got a couple of stories. Well, you got a story of healing. I think that that one's really cool. Oh, would Like to share that, and then maybe. Sorry, I'm like, this is me just like prompting you by telling you exactly what I want you to say. (laughs) This isn't. This isn't really great interview skills. My bad.
1: No, it's all good. Yeah.
0: I really like the story about on the basketball court when. when
1: Oh, I got you. Okay, yeah, I'll tell that. So yeah this was maybe two or three years ago it was before COVID yeah so pre-COVID um I was playing basketball and I you know I'm I'm kind of a big guy and I, I like playing defense and guarding the, the biggest strongest person on the other team like I feel like I'm the best defender there is when I'm on the court with that because none of those are professionals okay anyway um so I'm playing and I'm uh I'm playing with, with the guy who has me by like six inches <clears throat> and I'm, I'm, I'm giving it to him. I'm stopping him the best I can. And it get, is getting a little physical. And so at one point, uh, you know, there's a lot of trash talk. And I guess one point I went for a rebound. I came down and my elbow went on his head or something. And so then like, I, you know, I think I, I said, oh, yeah, my bad or something. But, you know, ran down the court Then he got mad. He came up and, you know, looked down on me and was ready to to fight. Uh, well, at least it felt like he was ready to fight. And so uh, the first thing that went in my mind, because I, I, I'm a black belt in Taekwondo, I was like, okay, if I sweep his legs, he'll fall, and then he'll be low enough where I can you know, punch him. But at the, at the same time, I was learning, of course, in miracles. So I was like, dang it, I can't do that. I can't fight this guy. Uh, and all of this is happening in a split second. So I completely like just dropped my guard. I, I muster all the love I can, and I just look, look at him in his eyes. And instantly, like, re- like literally, instantly, he said, "You know what? I'm getting too serious. I'm gonna check myself out of the game." And after that, we've been cool since. We still talk stuff, but it's a mutual respect. And like, he he even tells me he talks stuff to me to get me riled up to even play better, which I do appreciate. But it was, it was, it was just a cool reminder. And since then, I've done it in numerous situations, not about to come to blows, like fighting wise, but maybe arguments or things when I use the same tactic, it just neutralizes everything.
0: Wow. I feel like that is a skill that needs to be cultivated. You know, like that is, a, that's not an easy thing to do. You know, I feel like for me anyway, like my emotions love to run the show. And so to say like, hey, emotions, why don't you take a back seat and let me just use this one emotion, love. Yeah. You know, when like the rest of my emotions are demanding to be felt.
1: Well, I'll say in a twisted way though it was still the ego because like not not only do I want to learn what I'm learning about of course in miracles but there's a part of me that that understands it that you know the body is not really real and it doesn't matter so I wanted to show that okay what if he did just hit me cuz my guard was down completely he could have just knocked me out whatever I wanted to just show myself that even that doesn't mean anything so like the the even the ego was like but just see if he'll hit you, you know, just (laughs) like, just, let's just see. Cause you, if if you're truly who you say you are, you can heal from anything. And so it was, it was funny how the, the ego, which is sometimes seen as negative was able to even help me in that situation, learn a positive lesson.
0: Wow. I love that. I love that. Amazing. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I feel like when I lead from love, I really witnessed like amazing miracles around me without my permission. They just seem to attract their way to me. And um, do you want to tell us the miracle about your healing? And then, and then maybe we could talk about um, how to bring that to other people's awareness that they can also heal themselves.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll preface it by like the basis of my understanding of healing. So I always try to ask myself the tough questions and get to it and answer, and if I can't come to an answer, I don't really let go of the question yet. like, well, I let go for the time being, but I know an answer is going to come I, I I demand an answer to this question, and so it's almost like you know, who are we or what are we? And you know, you might say we're our thoughts, but again, our thoughts come and go. We're still here. We might say we're our our experiences, but even our experiences they are tainted by how we look at things, how we look at the world. And so it might not even have happened how we thought it happened. So the experience itself is not necessarily real. Uh, You might say we're our emotions, same thing, comes and goes. And so like thinking about all of this, I'm like, you know, what am I? And so, and scientifically they say um, every, like like your cells are always dying and being regenerated and every seven years all of your cells would have regenerated so like you know your skin might go every year your tongue might go every two months i don't know but it's it's all regenerated and so like if you're over the age of seven your body is reborn it's completely new but again you've still been you through all of this like everything's going away your body went away your thoughts your emotions your experiences has all gone away but you've still been you so it's like oh okay so i'm I'm um, none of these things. Why am I worried so much about these things, like my my body and things? Because my body's going to regenerate, and since it does regenerate, what blueprint does it regenerate to? Because you know, some people they believe you're going to get older and slower and you know less all of this. I I can't accept that. I wasn't accepting that. Like, no, I'm getting better. Everything you do, you get better at. So that includes living. I'm going to get better at at living, and yeah. So um, so. Basketball court again, playing basketball. Something happened. I I fell wrong on my wrist and I didn't hear the the snap because everybody was like, it was a huge snap. I didn't hear that. To me, it felt like like if you got the wind knocked out of you, it was like, it was some energy from the top of my head to my foot that all just mashed up and met. And it was like, wow, I can't breathe for a second. It was just, I, I was out of breath. I was like, Time out. I was like, y'all sub 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 out. I'm uh I'll be back in a second. So I'm I'm uh <laughs> I'm sitting on the side and then I'm just getting sleepy because it's like I'm, my energy is drained and my wrist it's not even really hurting yet. It's just I don't know. It's just whatever. So I was like, okay, well I guess I'm just gonna end call it a day. I'm gonna go home, ice it, whatever. And then a a, a basketball friend said, well you might want to go to the emergency room just in case they need to realign it. Uh, and that was the right words to say to me because you know I don't really care about medicine and all that. So I was like, "Well, he might be right. Let me go." So I went, and as I was in the waiting room, uh, this is when my song "Let Go" had just came out. So I'm getting a lot of messages daily from a lot of people, and while I'm waiting, you know, uh, I, I start to feel it—you know—hurt a little bit. But I'm also working toward letting go of the idea of pain at this point. So I noticed that when I engage with these people, there was no pain when I'm responding to them. Felt nothing. Uh, and then so then I'll respond and just be sitting and then I'll, I'll feel the pain come back. So I say, okay, let me meditate. I'll meditate, no pain. So I'm like, wow, okay, pain really doesn't exist if I can you know, do these things and it just goes away because if it was real, it would always be here. So finally go to the back. The lady was <laughs> like shocked and are your fingers okay? You are gonna lose your finger? I'm like, what do you mean? Because I, I did the, uh, the x-ray. It was broken and fractured uh, in like numerous places. And she was saying because of how it was, maybe I could have lost the blood circulation. I don't know. But again, I was lucky that I had this mindset because a few years before that, that whole comments would have worried me. I would have been scared. I would have been praying, please, God, don't take my risk, you know, things like that. So, uh, so I ended up getting surgery. They requested surgery for it. And even that was a miracle because I don't have insurance, but I was able to, it it just, it just happened. Thank you, God. Um, And so i I started the, the yeah the 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 doctor told me, you know, take it really easy. She was like,' don't work out, I know you like working out and stuff. just you know take it real easy for well, me, you know I want to push limits so as soon as I could, I was doing like baby push-ups and just just little things, and it was getting stronger when I go for my checkup. she was like, Wow, it's healing you know fast what are you doing are you doing anything? I'm like, no, I'm just I'm just taking it easy, not telling her you know I'm lifting weights and stuff but um, but yeah, it, it just healed a lot faster than it was supposed to, and I was grateful for the opportunity to show myself that you know pain is an illusion, um, healing can be easy, and I rode with it. Like it, since I didn't go play basketball during those following weeks, I was able to go to different places and meet new people that are still in in my life today. So it was yeah, it was all divine.
0: Wow, that's so cool. I love how the universe sort of maps out these beautiful things for us. And, you know, like these are testimonies, like what you just shared is a testimony that um, pain doesn't have to rule a person. It didn't rule you. And because, because you didn't allow it to you were able to heal much quicker. So you have a song it's called you ain't sick and I love it. And I'm wondering if maybe you will talk a little bit about that, like while we're on the topic of healing.
1: Yeah, I can talk about it. Um, <laughs> you ain't sick. Is yeah, it's really that. Like you, you, what you define for yourself is what you are. And as a course of Miracles says, um, it says sickness is just. What is it? I started saying that and I can't remember. It, it's basically like you're you're just not being your true self. You're 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 hiding from yourself almost. So you're choosing to not be aligned with love, and. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just reminding me like you, you're not sick. There's nothing wrong with you. There There's nothing. You don't have to tell me that you're sick. But yeah, that's that's the main thing. i notice that. that okay, I put it like this. I I'm, know I'm going all over the place. Things that are my my temporary temporary pet peeves. I put them in the songs. <laughs> so I noticed that a lot of people will. They will tell you if you just met, they will tell you all of their symptoms out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I have this, I've been diagnosed with this, so I can't do this. I have this, so I can't do this. And it's like, I, I don't need to know that. Like, what if I didn't know that? You know, are you afraid that I would hold you to a higher standard so you can do it? And a lot of times we we tell ourselves again these narratives of of what I've been diagnosed with or what I have, and you ain't sick is a is kind of an appeal to that. Like, No, there's nothing wrong with you. I'm not going to treat you like you're sick. I'm going to treat you like you're perfectly fine, which is why when you're in my presence, you feel perfectly fine and you forget that you were ever in pain, kind of like I did when I was engaging with those people. And yeah, that's exactly what it is. It was a very fun song, like a tough, love love song. And it's, yeah, it's it's cool.
0: That's wonderful. Yeah, we're definitely going to add links to all your music when we post this because- yeah, the, your music, it really does heal. The, the first time, uh, Jay has a song that's really popular. It's called Let Go. And when I heard it, I was struggling with, or I was perceiving that I was struggling with some issues um, with food and with self-image. And, you know, like listening to that song over and over again, it really did help me shift out of what was going on in, in my current circumstance. You know, I mean, I don't want to tell Jay Clay that because ew, I don't want to inflate <laughs> that ego anymore. But oh, yeah, really, nah. though, the the music really does have healing qualities to it, but, and yeah. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing how spirit has allowed you to create create art in such a fun way, too. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I had ever heard any spiritual hip hop before. I had heard your music. Is it something that it's like, is it a well established established genre of music?
1: Well, see, it well, okay. It's it's an interesting question because it's kind of established, but I don't know if everyone always does it to the level that I try to do it. I'm sure all artists say that, like, yeah, my way of doing it is the best. But not really, I I'm I'm real particular as to if, if I repeat something, you know, in a song, I understand that those listening are gonna repeat it too. So sometimes I might have to share the opposite to have the point across on what to do. So I don't want to say, like, I suck, I suck, I suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I don't want people to, to say that over and over in their mind. Uh, yet sometimes it might be needed to prove a point later on in the song. And so I'm, I'm mindful of that. And I know that even some spiritual rap that I've heard, they still, even though it's, it's leaning toward, you know, some of the spiritual principles, they might still sow the seeds of division sow the seeds of of um toxicity that it's a real thing that can affect you and and i'm not to say that it it can't but when if, if somebody can be toxic then somebody can be the cure and so as long as you stay the cure no toxicity can ever do anything to you so it's like why believe so much in the toxic person but you won't believe in the curable person uh and and that's kind of how i approach every song I I make.
0: Wow. I've never heard you say that before. That just like was a little bright light moment for me that, yeah, there's, there's a cure as well. Of course there's an opposite, right? Like this is duality. So of course there's gotta be the opposite. So yeah. Uh, Yeah. Focusing my energy on that light as opposed to, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I work in a, in a field where There's a lot of people that perceive a lot of struggle. Um, I work in the recovery field with people who are recovering from drug addiction. And um, and yeah, that's that's great. I'm definitely going to use that at work, you know, to focus on the light instead of getting weighed down by what you perceive as toxic.
1: And I, I actually had a lot of fun during COVID because, you know, people were like, did you get the vaccine? And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm the I'm the cure. Like, like, like literally though, anybody that was around me, they just didn't get it. And it it kept being funny to me because I'm like, yes, I'm the walking cure. Like if, if COVID is contagious, so is the cure. And it was, yeah, it was fun.
0: Oh man. So yeah. So um, I'm curious if you, so, like I said, this is brought on by the International Association for Near-Death Studies, IONS, and we talk about near-death experiences, spiritually transformative experiences, all mystical experiences. Do you have any, um, do you have any, like, routes of mystical experience that you really enjoy listening to? How do you feel about people sharing their stories? Do you Do you feel like there's truth in near-death experiences? Are you a skeptic?
1: You know, I'm not a skeptic at all. Um, because again, like to me, because we had the conversation about stories, and I always joke and say stories don't matter to me. It's more so the underlying message. So if it if it really sounds truthful, it to me it is, you know. Um, and, and again, that's how I got led to a course in miracles and things. I heard a, a snippet of Jesus, my autobiography, which I didn't understand how that could be possible, but the content just it sounded so real like it was like you are not trying to push a certain viewpoint it was just kind of saying hey this is how truth is you can take it or leave it and um so to 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 backtrack to your original question wait okay can you ask it one more time
0: <laughs> yeah just you know as far as like mystical experiences spiritual experiences are you skeptical is there a certain route of it that you really enjoy listening to i know that you got a thing with stories so yeah
1: Oh yeah, so but but the thing is and it's it's weird because I, I do enjoy the stories, like if it's if it's something I've never heard before, almost. Um I'm I'm kind of a person that just I just always like the the new or the different. And so like recently I heard stories about um, I can't remember her name, but she was you know visited by ETs and she was taken and explored the cosmos. And I thought it was cool. Like it, it just opened my mind to new things that I didn't believe were possible. And I also the one of the beliefs that I, I hold is that um, if you believe it, it it can be, it will be possible. Like like we're only limited by our own beliefs. And so it really expanded my mind. And so yeah, like now I'm not a skeptic of anything. I I believe all exists, and it's our consciousness just frames what we want out of it.
0: Yeah. You know, for me, that like the, un, like you're talking about the underlying truth and listening to a story. And I feel like when people share their spiritual experiences, the underlying truth for me is expansion. You know, I get to expand my awareness. I become more open-minded. It might not resonate for me in the moment. I might be like, eh, I don't know. I don't think, you know, like, and e- even as an experiencer myself, like I'm still totally skeptical. I'm like, oh, could that happen? You know, but I mean, it does open up my awareness to more things. I think that today in my spiritual development, I'm a lot more open-minded than I was
1: before. And and this is freeing too. Like it's because it sucked to be, you know, stuck in a box where only certain things could be good. And when you expand it's so many things that can be good that there's no reason to ever dwell on what it.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you like, cause you know, you seem very upbeat and very positive and we're talking about expansion and being the light and healing. Have you ever experienced any sort of lack of emotions? Have you ever experienced depression, anxiety? Do you wanna talk to that?
1: Yep. Um, I was once depressed for five whole minutes and it sucked. Worst five minutes didn't like it um i was like how do people live like this i i didn't even say that i was like i can't live like this like this is this is not a route for me i cannot accept this no um and i i i made a plan like right then and there and and i wouldn't even say the plan was necessarily right but it gave me a focus and just to get into specifics um i had blamed everything on like my financial situation i said well i'm stuck at this job so i don't have enough money i haven't made it in music cuz i couldn't put money to my career. And, you know, I was just making all these excuses and I was like, well, fine, money is the bad guy. I am going to attack money. Like, I don't even use the words attack anymore, but I was like, I'm going to attack money. And and for the next two years, I read every personal finance book I could find, every finance book and study, put into practice all of these things. And I was later able to get out of debt. And this was all pre um, A Course in Miracles and spiritual happenings. So, uh, but it, it led to that, like it it cleared the way for that because uh, at least in my mind, I was able to clear the clutter of thinking that there was obstacles that I couldn't overcome.
0: Wow, I love that. Yeah. Do you feel like certain books find their way to you on purpose?
1: Yes. What it, are it, some it,
0: it, of what are some of those books that have like yeah. really come at the exact right moment?
1: Um, well, of course, Course in Miracles, Jesus, my autobiography. Um I really loved it was by Napoleon Hill called The Laws of Law of Success. But the condensed version is um, Think and Grow Rich. But it, like the expanded version is The Law of Success. I studied that for a while. Even his book, The Outwitting the Devil. And I, I, I no longer believe in the devil, but it's still a good book. Like It, it kind of laid foundations for certain beliefs um, based on the belief system I had at the time. What are some other good books? Uh, oh, yeah. Power of Now. Eckhart Tolle is a, is an awesome book. Anything, really anything just just of a consciousness, expanding your mind, anything that's something you're interested in, even a little bit like it's it's awesome to listen to. And it's all come at the right possible time.
0: I love that. So you just mentioned that you don't believe in the devil. Was that something that happened over time? Did you used to and now you don't? Do you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, I actually did not believe in, like, the devil's my savior. But, um like, at a point, I, I believed that the devil was real. But, and, and yeah, part of, like, me because I used to study the Bible trying to just get answers to life. And I was like, well, why is the devil mentioned? But there's no origin story. Like, you hear about he was a fallen angel. But none of that is in the Bible. And I always wonder, you know, where people got it from. And the, the conclusion that I came to was that... um there's a positive force, like everything is just all positive, all good, and that's God. And then there's the, because I'm thinking in duality, there's this negative force. It's not equal, it's just different. And and the way that I explain the different forces if if like you have a beautiful painting, let's say the Mona Lisa, and it's a, it's a great painting, and then somebody puts a red dot on there. Uh, and it's like, you just ruined the painting. So you have all this surface area of good, but this one little bad dot is that's all I'm saying. Like that's the power of, of evil, but it's a false power because it doesn't really hold any weight when you compare it, you know, to the power of good. So I used to think that I was like, man, God in all his glory to make us, to make, you know, the world, he had to partner with his mortal enemy and like how good and how forgiving is just God to, to work with his enemy. So I thought we were like, have, have God, have devil. Um, but I, I've come to the realization now that what the devil is is not God, so meaning like God is all there is, but if you not God, like if you say, you know what I'm not going to accept god that that- it's been given the name as of the devil, so like you can't you can't really explain not God without saying God, but then when you give it a new name when you redefine him as the devil, then you can then you start to believe that the devil is real, but if you say it's not something, then you realize oh it's it's just not. It's not this, it's not real.
0: Wow, I love that. I've never heard you put it that way before. Another another little light bulb moment for me. I really like that. Um, yeah, so I think, well, we, we could probably start winding down a little bit. I'm curious if you would be willing to talk about sort of like the lack of diversity in the spiritual world.
1: Hmm. So, okay, I don't, I I can't say... Okay. Okay. Actually, yeah, I can't say that. So, um, from what I've noticed of blacks and spirituality, um, a lot of it is heavenly Christian based, but not Christian as in. Well, no, I don't. I don't, want, I don't want to split the the types of Christians, but maybe like the, the the traditional church based Christian group, and because of the belief system, things like channels. It's like, that's the devil, you know, things like, like some of these expensive things are a lot of people, a lot of people in that believe that that's not of God at all. And that, that we're tampering with something that's, that's scary and that we have to fear God's wrath if we, you know, touch on that. And even in a way, like I was kind of, I was kind of almost believing that, but at the same time I was like, nah, my interactions with God have all been pleasant. Like, it's like a good friend sitting me down and explaining things almost and um, so, yeah. So the the, the lack of diversity kind of comes, I feel, in in that fear mindset from some blacks, and I can only really speak on blacks because that's just what I, I've been around. But there's also a another aspect of that that is kind of in between, like in between believing that all is good, but not so much stuck in like one mode. And it's it's been opening up and. And then, yeah, the more we spread awareness just about these things, the more that people can accept and see the perfection in themselves as they are and see the love that exists everywhere.
0: I love that. Yeah. And I think that that really kind of goes for all diverse groups as well. You know, um, the idea of religion might keep us in boxes and make us feel like we can't open up the door and and see what else is out there because. Yeah, it's kind of rigid, you know, for me, like spirituality, being able to design my own sort of concept of spirituality has been a lot freer than if I was to go into the box of a particular organized religion, which I did in the beginning of my spiritual journey. I went,
1: And it was cool. and, And I'm sure you can confirm this is like the conversation of oneness, no matter which religion you have it with, they accept it and they understand it because deep down that's what they know are true too. And that's really the real foundation of all religions is just that we cover it up in rules.
0: Yeah. 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 Definitely. That's definitely covered up for sure. And, um, I feel like that's all starting to transform now. I always like to sort of, to say that after we talk about something that maybe in the past has been something that's you know like doesn't seem like it can shift i really believe that there are shifts happening in all areas of the world right now you know in all areas of the universe and i appreciate you speaking on it you know because i feel like when i when i find channels or when i look at people inside of the spiritual communities like you know talking about mystical experiences i don't see a lot of diversity and i always you know like sort of crave it or wonder why and um, I'm glad that you felt comfortable enough to speak on that a little bit.
1: Yeah. And, and I'll say real quick, because I always thought about, and thank you, I, I, thought, I always thought about, um, like, could I be a channel? And I, I feel, a part of me feel like it would be too weird to have, like, another consciousness just come to me, like, wait, but I, I'll, I'll probably freak out. So maybe maybe it's channeling through me, but it's, it's just so subtle that I'm okay with it. So maybe, again, because we're only limited by our own fears. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think in conscious conversations like something is getting channeled out, you know, like we have lots of conversations where we have sort of like these spiritual epiphanies and it's like, well, that's not coming from me, it's got to be coming from there, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I definitely want people to be able to get a hold of you. Do you want to tell people where to get a hold of you and then we'll put links in the bylines of the of the video as well.
1: Yes. um, My website is jclay.org. That's J-C-L-A-Y dot org. It has everything there, links to my social media, links to songs, music that you can purchase. The album, which is called I Am Nobody, I Am Someone, was made specifically to get people from where they are to a place of healing. And if you're already at a place of healing, it just reaffirms what you already know and it just deepens that connection. So you you always know it in moments where you might have forgot it.
0: That is so cool. Yes, Uh, please check out Jay's music. It is transformative. It is awesome. It's so fun on top of everything else. And I'm really grateful that you came on so that the audience can get to know you. Thank you for being my dear, dear friend. And yeah, my spiritual partner, like to walk through this journey together and learn and grow. And um, and yeah, that's it. Do do you feel like you want to say anything more to feel a little bit more complete before we finish?
1: Um, no, really, I mean, that's it. Again, thank you as well. Thank you for the same things being a spiritual partner. And like you've you've actually been a person that's kind of introduced me to other communities as well to expand my mind even more uh than I thought possible. And it's cool because I've come to the realization that it's never gonna stop. Like it's just gonna keep expanding and expanding. And that's the beauty of it all. Like there's it's just so much to to do and to to have fun and have joy about. So yeah, thank you.
0: That's beautiful. All right. Thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next time. Be wavy.